Hello everybody and welcome to an episode of Impactful Conversations. I hope that this finds you well wherever you're listening to this. My name is Tafadzwan Dlovu and thank you for listening to this episode. So on the show, I interview and speak to individuals who are making a difference in their world. Individuals who have a different way of thinking and are forming as leaders in their respective fields. I'd love to hear some of your feedback on the episode, either by writing us a review or giving us a five-star rating in the podcast app that you're listening to right now, or by heading over to our website, which is impactfulconversations.co.za. We also have a YouTube channel where you can go there and search Impactful Conversations, and you'll find us over there as well. We also have a newsletter that we do every month with some of the content from our episodes, along with some interesting pieces that we have come across. Anyway, wherever you're listening to this, I hope you sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hi there, everyone, and welcome to episode 29 of Impactful Conversations. Um, just before we started this recording, I realized that uh, it's actually been a year uh, since the platform started. So today's, uh, yeah, kind of an anniversary episode, I guess you could say. Um, but I'm thrilled to welcome, you know, into the virtual room with me, uh, Kutle Sonkosi. Um, you will probably better know him by the videos that he posts, but he is a teacher a sports coach and a content creator extraordinaire um you know and it's actually quite strange so before before we we had this interview and i was doing a bit of research as i do and i actually noticed that you know he's been interviewed um i've seen his interviews before but i've noticed that he's been interviewed on newsroom africa um by Ayanda Nyati, who's also a friend of this of this podcast as well. I think he was episode 14. So yeah, it is a small world. So we're coming sort of full circle. Um, but yeah, very, very thrilled to have Kutle with us today. Um, Kutle, good morning. How are you doing on this uh, Saturday? It is Saturday. Yeah, you kind of lose track of the days. How are you doing on this Saturday morning today? Yeah, morning, first of all, thanks for, thanks for having me. Um, uh, thanks for the great introduction. I think I need to take you everywhere with me so you can introduce me like that to other people i mean uh, <laughs> um like yeah no we're good uh, it was great saturday so yeah i can't complain too much but you're yeah, feeling good and excited to be on the show yeah awesome man and i'm absolutely thrilled to have you here and you know I've, I've followed i followed you for quite some time um you know and a lot of a lot of my friends and you know family members have followed your videos for quite some time so i'm really keen to you know have um, dig into this chat that you know talk about the impact that you are making um, you know and the impact that I'm sure no doubt will continue to exponentially increase but before we get to that um, let's get to know you a little bit better right so you know let's let's dig into who you are um, why don't you tell me um, you know firstly you know where where were you born um, yeah where did you grow up and I guess you know to sort of dig in a little bit deeper what are you passionate about uh, so I was born in East London back in uh, 1992, getting old now. I feel like I'm getting old. <laughs> so the kids at school say. Um, I was born in East London, stayed in a small town called Butterworth, just, just outside of East London for about six years. Moved to Joburg when I was uh, six for two years. And then, yeah, been calling PE home since uh, 2000. So pretty much the last 21 years I've been in PE. So I mean, I, I refer to PE as home. I've we pretty much grown up there, you know, went to school in PE, went to varsity in PE, played rugby in PE after school. And yeah, I think I think my big passions are I think I love I love making people laugh, as you can tell from the videos. Um yeah. just yeah, it's I uh, love comedy, love sports, obsessed, obsessed with sports. 
I think, um, yeah, my, my two biggest passions is, is tied between sports and comedy. It's something that I do love, really enjoy it. Things that bring, bring, they bring joy to me, which I love, you know. Um, I mean, obviously, like, I love music, but, um, yeah, my two, my two biggest passions is definitely sports and uh, sports and comedy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I, 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 can, I can attest to the making people laugh part. I can attest on the first, first witness account. Um, so digging more into your, you know, career to date, your journey to date, and if I can use that word, um, I understand that you're actually, you've, you're an avid rugby player. And you actually played for the uh, Eastern Province Kings. So I want to dig in a little bit into that. Um, you know, where did that rugby journey start and the passion? Where did that passion for rugby begin? I mean, it started when I was a, when I was a kid. You know, my dad, my dad used to love rugby when he was a bit younger. He never played. Um, he was someone that, when he was small, myself and my brother, he wanted to obviously show us all the sports and for us to know all the sports. So... I mean, like, there was always cricket on TV, rugby on TV, soccer on TV, and, you know, boxing. But then, obviously, when I moved to PE, I sort of fell in love with rugby. Um, one of the coaches, my nine coach, wanted me to come to practice. And then from there, it's, I think um, the spark just grew, you know. It's, mm-hmm. it, it became a game I fell in love with, uh, a game that, obviously, when I went to high school, I started playing it and then got to a point where I realized that, okay, cool, I'm pretty good. I was, I was pretty good at it. And then... Um, I remember I finished I finished varsity, not not too sure what I was going to do. I mean finished high school, not not too mm-hmm. sure what I was gonna do. And then obviously I got an opportunity to go and play for the EP Kings and then it was oh man, it was an amazing opportunity, you know, just to just to call yourself a professional rugby player and then live yeah. what was a dream. So it was it was so great to live out a dream and so great, you know, you wake up and go and play rugby every day and something that yeah, I, I treasure those five years. I thought it was it was an it was an amazing experience, and I love what I do now. I can continue coaching rugby. So mm. I, yeah, so I love the game so much. So I love the fact that I'm still involved in the game. I feel like um yeah, it's yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, and I guess you know to juxtapose that. Um, or firstly, actually, what position did you play? I'm quite you know curious. What, what position mm. did you actually play? So I played so I played lock and I played flank. Um, very yeah. under a very undersized lock. Compared to the other locks, I mean, they were like they were like all oh, one nine nine two meters, and I'm here in my one eight eight. So I'm totally I'm totally normal circumstances, but then like like in normal everyday life circumstances, but if we play lock, I was, I was one of the shorter ones. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, I'm quite short myself. I'm like a one a one six nine. So you know, I'm, I, like I can't even chat. About that kind of height, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was so a hooker, so that's yeah, that's why I, I, I belong there. So you know, I feel a lot better now. Thank you, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, definitely, definitely. I I look up to guys like you. you know? <laughs> I look up to guys like you. <laughs> so so to juxtapose that, right? So obviously playing is one thing, right? But now coaching, um, what's coaching like? And you know how different is it to playing the game? I guess, because I've always found this shift quite interesting because when you're a player, you have some level of control over, you know, what's happening on the field because you're on the field. But then the moment you step off the field with the, you know, having been a player, it's always an interesting shift, um, you know, to sort of now be off the field, you know, giving the instructions. But ultimately, you, you pretty much have not much control over what's happening on the field. So I'm quite interested to to get to know, you know, what's what's coaching like, you know, in juxtaposition to playing the game? I think the big thing with playing is like when you're playing, if you know, I mean, like when you're playing, you also, 
you kind of selfishly also like you, I mean, you worry about the team, but you're also selfishly worried about yourself because yes. you feel like in order for the team to do well, I've got to play well. So it's yes. if I don't play well on the team, I must do my job so the team do well. So obviously you you you're not so worried about you know the structure and all of that. You're more worried about okay, am I going to be in the right spots? Am I going to listen to the instructions? Am I going to do this? I need to get myself ready. I need to go get my mindset ready enough so I can go and execute what I need to do. Whereas whereas coaching is you got to worry about. 23 players' mindset and 23 players' are they ready? And yeah. you know, I, I say to people like when you're coaching, you sort of got um, you got this like masterpiece painting in your head of how you want the game to go. You plan it out in your head, and um, now you're just hoping that you've given the kids enough tools to go and actually go do that. Well, I, I say kids because I mean I coach kids, so like mm. refer the kids to go and to go out there and execute what you what you've asked them to do. And um, like you said, the scariest part is the fact that I mean. Like I coach the first teams. So I coach 18 year olds, so I can be a little bit blunt to them. But I tell them like the scariest part is you. So, like my future is in your hands basically because they could go on the field and be like, Nah, I'm not doing this. Coach things, and there's nothing I can do about it. I, I just stand on the side. It's like there's absolutely nothing I can do about it. So like that level of control that's not there. It's um it's something that I had to learn to wrestle with at, at the start. Um, it's something that you like. I was so used to being in control, and I love being in control. So now to to let that go, to let that go, and um, yeah, and let the kids express themselves without trying to almost man manage them and like yeah. make them do this. That's, but it's it's been one of the greatest challenges I've had. I love it. I mm. I love. Uh, I still get nervous for every game. I don't care who. It's, it's a warm up game. It's yeah. I still get nervous after every game because you now you just wonder like, man, I just really hope I've done enough. Um, I stress a lot more when I coach than I do when I play. I think um, my yeah. stress level. Of, Definitely gone. Definitely have gone a lot higher. But yeah, it's yeah. Listen, coaching is. But the joy that comes from it, I've got more joy from coaching than I from playing. I love playing. I love playing the game. But mm. when you get you win a big game or you just see the growth, especially when you get to see you see how the players go from here to there, yeah. And you know they played a role in that. Yeah, geez, that's that's one of the best feelings. It's extremely rewarding, right? And it's and it's actually. You know, coaching is just a, it's such an interesting, you know, form of leadership mm-hmm. that you have to learn in that sense, because actually, you, like you said, you have to empower the, the players that you coach, you know, yeah. to, to do the job on the field. And you have to trust that what you've done, you know, best places them to deal with the situation. So, mm-hmm. that's, yeah, that's an incredibly insightful take. And, and thank you for that. So you, you started making content um, as I understand it, back in 2018, 2019. Um, quite curious, what what led you to start, you know, making the cut? Where where did that come from? That idea. So before I came to Woodridge, what I do now. So at, at around 2015. So what I used to do is on Facebook. You know, I used to. I remember I used to just enjoy making. You know, when memes started becoming a thing. So I, yeah. I love finding a meme and thinking of a caption and try and make it as funny as possible. And start off. And you got the ball rolling. I think like what it is now, but like so, I, I always loved that 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 style of comedy, you know, and, and things like that. So then I stopped when I went, came to Woodridge. I stopped. I stopped that part of it, you know, and I just focused on you know coaching and work. And I actually missed I actually missed doing comedy, you know. So yeah. and then um I remember I was in hostel duty with one of the kids, and then we were playing we were playing FIFA with the boys, and then the hostel boys, and I just and I just won, and I just beaten all of them. I mean. Does help that they're all 13. So I'd beaten, I'd beaten all of them, and then um, so I said, you know, what I should do, I should do like a post-match, uh, a post-match interview about it. So I got one of the boys who was more confident on the on on, on, a, on a microphone, yeah. got him to record it, 
And then I did one, I remember I did that one, which was cool. And people like, you got like, like you know, my friends and all that, they, they enjoyed it. So then, you know, I did one, for, I did one that year as well, later in the year. And then the next 2019, I sort of started doing it more often. I was on duty yeah. and something that just got the ball rolling on. There was never, I never in my wildest dreams thought it would be what it is now. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. It was just payment for me at the stage and something just to kill time and something I just like, it was just, it was, I love to speak nonsense. My friends can attest to that. My, my kids, the kids that I coach will attest to that. I'm always speaking nonsense. So I just thought, let me just uh, record it and put it in a video. <laughs> but so, so you know, it got me, it got me thinking because you, you started this in effect almost three years ago right yeah and 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 now sort of 20 2021 2020 end of 2020 is when it really sort of blew up i mean there's a lesson in there somewhere right about the fact that you know you you sort of you sort of started your craft you honed your craft you kept on doing it and all of a sudden just blew up right i mean there's a lesson somewhere in that right it's a thing of you know that saying what's it like ten thousand hours you gotta put into like this like you gotta put in the ten thousand hours and it's like you know there's no such thing as a what's it what's it called when someone like a when someone just comes out of nowhere you know yeah overnight success almost yeah like you know if someone if let's say an artist releases a new song and you listen to like man where's this person been we don't know the backstory that person's been doing concerts since they were nine they've been singing here they've been singing in the church choir they've been doing this in trying to get their demos out and it's like so it's like for me, it's with the success of the videos now. It's like it makes it easier for me to do like to come up with the concept now because I've been doing it for so long. Yeah. It's not something like if this blew up like a couple of years ago, it would be completely different. I'd be like, man, am I able? Am I able to come up with another video for this, for this, and this? Yeah. Whereas now it's something that's it's almost second nature to me. It's something that I love doing. Um, obviously, a part of me now starts thinking as well, okay, cool. Like, is there? another angle to this like is, is there obviously it's time to think of the next thing in the future mm. but like it's um yeah like i said it's it's been three years and a fun three years you know for three years of obviously in those three years i've discovered what works what doesn't work mm. so now so now when i'm riding this wave it's sort of easy to you know i know which tricks to use and what i want to say in the videos and what, what i'm looking to do so yeah so that's so it's it's actually been the three years before the wave was actually worth it they say, I mean, there's a there's a quote that says, you know, overnight success takes takes a couple of years, you know, no, <laughs> it takes a couple of years to become an overnight success. No, 100%. <laughs> so so we started off we started off quite uh, quite quite you know quite deep you know dives right into your, yeah. your whole life and you know we, so let's 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 take it let's slow it down a little bit you know I <laughs> your 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 content is hilarious and I'm sure you you get told this all the time. No, but I, I'm re- like the fact that your content is so hilarious makes me wonder how on earth do you keep a straight face when you record? <laughs> so <laughs> this maybe this maybe I don't know if it sounds bad, but like I think I've mastered the art now talking crap with a straight face. You know, with something <laughs> lots of people have been practiced with. So it's like you know I know I'm talking nonsense. The thing is like I tell people like I know what I'm doing is I'm talking nonsense. So it's like it's it's hard to keep a straight face. But like yeah. the people like. The people I get to record me, I try to tell them, don't laugh, because if you laugh, I laugh. And, um, and there's many takes, don't worry, there's, there's many takes where it's like, oh man. But um, I think the hardest part is keeping a straight face. Um, it's mm-hmm. being able to, but also like, I've heard it a million times in my head, so I've played yeah. it in my head, so yeah. I know it's like, the, but like I said, like, you know, uh, but my poor colleagues in the staff room, when I've walked up to them and just 
spoken the biggest sort of crap with a straight face, you know, and just and just like and they're like, oh man, that really? I'm like, no, no of course not. It's like, <laughs> tell people, you know, my poor colleagues have had to hear me telling stories. I, I tricked the one colleague the one time telling them I, was, I told them I was born in Portugal. Had this full-on background story about this, and I kept my like the strangest of faces, and she's just like, "Wow, can't be, like, was, is it really true?" I'm like, "No, it's not true." I'm born in this land. <laughs> so it's so it's actually using that skill, you know, to, to use that skill of being able to, to talk nonsense, straight face, and putting it to good use for a change. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's that's incredible, right? I've always wondered because I'm like, how on <laughs> earth does he keep a straight face while he talks like this? It doesn't make sense. But yeah, I think I think it's it's super super incredible. It really is quite incredible, um, and you know I'm quite curious. You know, so what's a what's a typical day um, in your life as a teacher and a coach? You know, just take me through. You know, what is a typical day? And I guess, I guess if I contextualize the question, um, you know, currently in the pandemic as well. You know, if yeah. I'm curious. So at the moment, obviously, it's um, school. So. Um, Obviously, it's obviously going from got school in the, in the morning, get that done. Normally, I normally I teach until about eleven. That's my classes done, mm. and then um so between eleven and one is my video time. You know, it's, it's the time that I normally if I have to do a video that day, okay, I'll I'll talk about a day when I've got a video to do. So if I'm not doing yeah. a video that day, I'll, I'll obviously between eleven and one go through my mails and go through any work I need to do, and then I've got a kid at school. He knows I send him a message at two o'clock. Listen, I need you in my room. We're gonna. You know, we're gonna, I've got some content I need to, to, to shoot, and then obviously he comes. He's my cameraman, so he loves it. So he comes, and then obviously I work on a video between two and three, mm. and then from three o'clock, I'm three o'clock to six o'clock. I'm on the I'm on the sports field. I'm busy coaching, mm. and then um, yeah, I, I, I try to not work at night. I try to give myself some time off yeah. where I can yeah, yeah, just chill. And yeah, I mean it's, it's tough at the moment, just obviously balancing school and balancing the videos thing. So yeah. it's. Try and you know in the day I do half half you know so obviously get my teaching done first and then obviously when I get a chance you know I'm working on videos but there's been many times you know many times when I'll be teaching for example and boom an idea comes in my head and yeah. I'm like oh, I've got a good I've got a very cool video idea so normally what happens is when I get a free lesson you'll see me pacing you see me pacing in a classroom by myself and people know yeah. oh, okay cool I'm thinking my yeah. my brain is over and I'm trying to Think of questions and how I'm going to say this and say this and I've had some of the kids know because like the, the class will be empty and I'll just be pacing around the desk. Mm. I don't realize I'm pacing, but that's how my brain works. I'm busy like, okay, I'm, what I'm going to say here. I'm like, okay, cool. This is how this is a video idea I'm going to work with. Okay, cool. This and this and then it's normally like sometimes it's <laughs> so that's so it's, it happens sometimes in school. Sometimes it happens when I'm at the, at the shops. I'm like, oh, geez, I've got an idea. I'm like, okay, cool. I need, I need to go home while while the idea is still fresh in my head. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's like a normal day for me. Yeah, so that's pretty much a normal day in my life these days. And 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 you know, I, I must say that I have immense respect, you know, for and this goes without saying, but I have immense respect for the quality of your work, and yeah. you know, the quality of the work that you put out. I think is honestly of the highest of the highest <laughs> order. And you know, it, it's, sometimes sometimes you know we we. We, we sort of we sort of don't think about it like that, right? Mm-hmm. The fact that it's it's also just the quality of like the, the the production of the work that you put out is is honestly you know of the highest order. And so mm-hmm. I, I I think it's it's one thing that we probably shouldn't you know take lightly in the sense that it is not easy to do, um, <laughs> and you know it's 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 not easy to just you know firstly to think about the idea, 
um, and secondly, to produce it, um, you know, with with a straight face, as we said. Yeah. <laughs> it's very difficult to do that. But, you know, thirdly, to produce it, you know, at quality, I think is something which, you know, just has to be has to be said is that, you know, it's it's, it's content of, of the highest order. And, and that's something which, you know, I have immense respect for. And I know, you know, you know, hundreds of thousands of people, you know, have have that, you know, same same quality of respect for that for that work. So let's talk about the impact that you make, you know, through that work, you know, segueing, I guess, you know, back into the deep stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, what, what is, what's your take of the impact that you make, or if I sort of rephrase that, the impact that you seek to make when you create the content that you do, um, yeah, what's what's your what, what's this what's your sort of take on that on the impact that you that you seek to make when you make the content? Um, you know, for me, it's first and foremost, it's um, was just was just to create you know, but a comic relief in these in these in, in, in these dark times. You know, it's mm. uh, we're all in the middle of a pandemic. We're all sitting at home, and well, we were all most of us sitting at home, and uh, it's like it was like bleak times. You know, so for me, it was since even before COVID. For me, it was always trying to make someone laugh. If one yeah. person. Laughed, videos i'm happy you know if i could make someone else's someone else's day then 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 the videos of Daniel's job even if it's one person so that's why for me it's kept it that's what that's what keeps me a little bit that keeps me grounded you mm-hmm. know if i you know if i get so it's like it's something that um that i do enjoy and something that um i always try and do like listen if i can make one person off in these videos man i've done a good job you know yeah. it's a try not make it seem like it's a job yeah. It's, it's fun, you know. It's something that's fun, and the impact that I try to make is, I want people to. Res- I want. I've always wanted people. I believe in relate- trying to be as relatable as people as you can. That's what I believe. Yeah. In, you know, the, the 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 books I read, the the things I do, the music I listen to, things I can relate to that, that, that I can attest to. So it, it means more to me. So my videos has been, you know, not, not everyone loves sports. Yeah. But everyone, everyone has to wash the dishes. Everyone, yeah. everyone has to bry. Everyone yeah. has a Christmas lunch. You know, and I still yeah. make videos. I still do sports videos, which I love. I love in doing sports videos as well and talking about sports. But even there, trying to make what was a normal sports chat where someone just goes like, you know, oh man, this, they're playing this and this day, this is gonna be great, great. Nothing against that. I loved it. I think that's that's amazing. But I mm-hmm. try and put a, you know, put some humor behind it. You know, like at least take whether it's sports and just you know add some humor, let let people laugh. You know, I think in these dark times. Everyone mm-hmm. wants to laugh, and I, you know, I mean, I, I believe there's human in, in anything. You can find a joke in anything. That's yeah. what I try to believe in. Obviously, it's serious things, but yeah, I try try to find the human in everything, and that's that's the impact that I try to make, and that's the impact that I want to want the videos to leave behind. You know, I want people to think differently when when they have, when they when they wash dishes. You know, I love when people I love when people share them interviewing their friends or them they're doing something random. I just, like yeah. that makes me feel like that's that, that makes me feel good. You know, I love. Someone sent me a video of them prying and they used a, a tongs, the onion as a microphone. I love stuff like that because I know my video is making a good impact, you know. So yeah, yeah so that, that that's that's the that's the goal. I, and, I can. and I think you know it certainly you know does have a it's a positive impact that reverberates um, and you know through through the society who who watches them. I guess a question which you probably don't get a lot mm. is how does it impact you? <laughs> that's true. I actually don't get that. I'm always asked about like how does it impact others and what is this? um it's def it's changed my life. Um my life flipped 
has flipped upside down. You know, yeah. um, I look back in December when I left school and we closed for, for for the holidays. I mean, I, I I just I was moving from the primary school to the high school. Uh, I, I was um I was thinking about man, my life next year is going to be different, not knowing that it was going to be different and then it was going to be flipped on its head. Yeah. But the impact that's come for me has been it's been amazing. I, I would say I think for me it's um. For me to be able to impact so many people's li- lives, you know, and for me, for, pe- for people, so many people to actually enjoy what I do, it does make me feel good. Um, yeah. It's something that um, it's something that I've enjoyed. Um, helps that <laughs> it's helped the bank balance as well, so I can't complain about that. <laughs> um, I mean, that's, that's that's also that's also been a good impact. But, and, um, and, and that, that is that is part of the impact. Yeah, yeah, it's part of it. Uh, <laughs> But um, I think it's also just being able to tell, you know, my story and actually just being able to, you know, I love like podcasts like this where I actually get to chat. That's what mm-hmm. is my favorite like form of, you know, of interviews is you get to chat where I can do stuff. Like I can do cool things like this, you know. I'm still at this. I'm still at the point where I'm just like everything is like, like you know, when you walk into like a new like tourist attraction, you're just like, wow, this is that's how I am now. And people ask me like, I'm like even now when people ask me like to do an interview, I'm like you want to speak to me. Like okay, <laughs> like okay, like you know, like and it's like people like I mean, people are counting in the streets also pictured. I'm like of me, like okay, that's weird. So it's like that's been the impact of it. That's been where my life's changed. Um, but changed for the better, you know. I've really embraced it. Um, I've got to the point where like I've actually said to myself, you know, this is something fun. Enjoy it. Enjoy the enjoy the wave. And obviously, there's there's obviously you know there's there's work that comes with it, and Absolutely. and that's a part of it. But for me, I'm still just trying to ride this wave and just enjoy it as much as possible, you know. So that's 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 where I'm at. Yeah, and and I'm sure you know there's there's you know plenty more of that to come. Mm-hmm. And you know, speaking of that, I, I'm quite curious, you know, what what drives you and inspires you to continue to create new content? It's just I'm always looking for the next joke. I'm always looking for the next humor. I'm always looking for how can I make something to, something as trivial as going to the shower can i make that can i make that into a joke can i make so that's the challenge that's the challenge i normally give myself is can you give me a brief and like man how can i make how can i make shampoo funny you know yeah. it's just like, so that's that's like the, that's you know i mean that's like the challenge for me that's what drives me mm-hmm. um i love the fact that um you know and like obviously i stuff the fact that like and see how much i can grow this you know it's been and it, so it's like you know, I want where do I want to see this go? Like where do I want to see this going in a couple of years? So that also drives me, you know. And it's just like I said, I think for me, it's it's always searching for the next joke, searching for the next video. Yeah. And not where it's like where oh I have to do it. It's like you know, okay, can I make this? Can I can I am I able to make this thing funny? Am I be able to like how can I top this without losing my originality? Yeah. Can I, can I still can I go from making a normal interview? format or oh and this time i'm going to do a press conference sort of style interview can i still make that funny this time i'm going to do a cricket toss or something like that so i'm always trying to find ways that's what drives me you know i still think there's a lot more trivial things that like like this i still need to do one on you know going to the shower still need to do one on on the first date so there's still there's still lots of uh, <laughs> there's still there's still lots of of things to do and also i think i love also what drives me i, I do enjoy when, 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 I, sometimes i go on twitter and i hear the hey man when's the next video so it makes me feel like as if you no know, people are still wanting for it and people mm-hmm. are still loving what I put out. So that drives me. You know, I don't want to let people down. I yeah. want to keep trying, uh, keep trying to produce good content. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I think you know that's that, that's definitely for sure. You know that people are 
obviously also anticipating, you know, the the few, you know, the 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 next the next few videos. Pretty much, you know, we we're always anticipating to see what you're going to create next. So, you know, leading leading on to that, you know, as a final question for you is, you know, what what is next for you? And you know, quite curious to sort of you know get a sense of you know what what is next for you. So obviously, you're already you know in a in a rocket ship on your way. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just the question of, you know, are you going to the moon? Are you going to Jupiter? Are you going to Mars? Where are you going? Um, but where do you want this, this sort of rocket to go to? Um, at the moment, you know, I think at the moment it's been, obviously been working with a couple of brands and getting um, getting a few videos out. And that's something that um, I'm enjoying at the moment and really, 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 really loving. Um, so that's the focus for the next for the next bit. Um, still look, obviously... There's certain things I, I would love to do again. I'd love to do stand-up. It's something yeah. I, I love. I love comedy. So it's something I've always wanted to do. You know, I mean, I think um, it's, you know, I'd love to be on stage, you know, with a mic in my hand and just sharing the nonsense that's in my head. <laughs> and, then the, and then, like, um, and I just obviously, and for me, you know, it's I still obviously like a part of me still loves the coaching. So whatever happens, whether if I had to leave the school and, you know, teaching full-time and focusing the videos, I'll still find myself in a situation where I can still coach rugby. That's, yeah. something, that I, that's something that I love doing. Um, yeah, I think obviously, and then obviously what's next now, it's it's um, it's making the hard decisions. Obviously, I love staying in P or Kobecha. Still, mm. love staying, still love staying there. So it's, yeah, I mean, I think I'm at the point now where it's almost, it's time to, I think it's time for me to, like you said, it's a rocket ship now, but it's time for me to put, almost um, focus on the videos and the thing is going well. I think, um, yeah. It is tough to do. You're almost trying to balance, trying to balance the best of both worlds, and um, yeah, I think it's like um, I think it, like I said, it's past the honeymoon phase of oh man, this this thing because at a stage, I promise you, I thought this thing would be like a month, but like after a month, no one yeah. cared about my. It went like, down, yeah. Yeah, that's like four months later. I'm still doing, but like I'm being asked to do podcasts, and four months later, I'm still being asked to go on TV, <laughs> and four months later, brands still want to work with me. You know, um, some brands. Are, some brands want me to. Some brands want me to like you know like model something. I'm just like I'm, I don't think I don't think you need me to. I'm, I'm more of a talker than <laughs> a model. So it's like yeah. So it's still I'm still learning. I'm still learning the yeah. the tools, the, the tricks of the trade. You know, I'm still trying to figure things out. Um, spoiling myself a little bit as well. Like I said, yeah. <laughs> just spoil myself as well in a bit. And yeah, just mm. but yeah. For what's next? I think. Yeah, pumping out uh, more videos and then yeah, and then obviously listen, have to make the call and either moving either to Joe or Cape Town. I think yeah. that's that that's next big that's the next big step. Yeah, yeah, and no, you know we, we we all we all look forward to to watching you you know take that step as you as you make us laugh you know through <laughs> through the through the nonsense that you say you speak. <laughs> we all look forward to that. So, Kutle, I want to thank you so much um, for coming on to the show. It was um, absolutely uh, thrilling, you know, to, mm. to have you on here. I think, as I, you know, I said earlier to you, I think the impact that you make um, through the work that you do, both in the quality and the delivery of it, mm. you know, should not be underestimated. And I think, you know, I, I can speak for all who've, you know, interacted with your content mm. and say that, you know, we're actually very grateful for it. And no. you know, we just get to consume it and we get to, to see it and you know we get to share it and you know watch it a couple of times and you know laugh throughout so i want to thank you so much for also just sharing the the knowledge that you shared with us um during this podcast episode and i 
and I hope you know to have you back on the show sometime in the future. Um, you know, once you are on uh, Jupiter or on Mars, wherever you are. <laughs> um, so I look forward to that day, but I hope that you've also enjoyed the experience as well. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was an unreal experience. Um, always enjoy, um, always enjoy chatting, and nice to share my story. And yeah, listen, it was a privilege to be here. Thank you for having me. That's an absolute pleasure. And to 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 you, the listener, we want to thank you so much um, for interacting with this podcast. Um, you can check out uh, Impactful Conversations on the website, uh, which is impactfulconversations.co.za. Um, and do subscribe to either our YouTube channel or the podcast. And uh, you can listen to the podcast on wherever you typically do listen to podcasts. You'll find us there. So please do subscribe uh, to keep up with the up-to-date and latest content. But from Kutle Sonkosi and myself, we want to say thank you very much and goodbye. Thank you very much for tuning in and listening to the episode. Hope that you impacted positively and that you found substance and significance. To stay up to date with the latest episodes, please subscribe to this podcast and give it a five-star rating. You can also check out and subscribe to our episodes in video format on the Impactful Conversations YouTube channel. Do head over to our website, impactfulconversations.ca.za for more details about the show, as well as to give us any feedback of how you found the show and to send through your questions to our future guests. Thank you to all of you who have listened, subscribed, and given us feedback. It really does mean an incredible deal. But anyway, until the next episode, bye-bye. Stay safe, stay healthy, and wash your hands.